There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. If cancer stood out like this, you wouldn't need us. Schedule your screening at the Anova Seville Cancer Screening and Prevention Center. Visit anova.org slash prevent. That's anova.org slash prevent. Hi, I'm Jason Miller, executive editor of Federal News Network, and I want to invite you and your colleagues to join us for the inaugural Zero Trust Exchange. This three-day virtual event, June 21st through June 23rd, will feature experts from across the Defense Department, the intelligence community, and the civilian agencies offering the latest updates on how they're transforming their cyber postures. We will talk with industry experts who play important roles in providing the tools, the technologies, and the know-how that underlies this transformation. Register today on federalnewsnetwork.com. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Jason Markovitz. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful for you coming on today. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. How are you, Christina? Uh, you, I'm doing fabulous. Even more so because you're going to help our business owners, a lot of which are service business owners. And, you know, oddly enough, I was living in New York until just 11 months ago. Oh, no, I think it's a year now. Um, and I was living in Brooklyn and I had belonged for many years to well, I won't name the gym, but I was going there for many years. And unfortunately, they're doing really, really poorly. But you um, have a franchise gym, 24-hour setup, gym clubs, uh, several of them. And they flourished during the pandemic, which is very unheard of for a lot of gyms out there who have struggled during this very difficult time. So uh, before we go to all those juicy details, I'd love for the audience to get better acquainted and find out how did you even to get, get to where you are today? Yeah, you know, we've been uh, we've been in the health and wellness space for about the last 21, 22 years. So we've owned and operated facilities during that time all through the Midwest. And, uh, you know, most of our locations have been uh, smaller footprints, you know, probably average size locations, about 8,000 square feet, family friendly, clean, affordable, close to home. And, you know, obviously being in business for 20 years, we've had to reinvent ourselves a few times over to stay in business. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we operated in multiple states for many, many years. 
and uh, you know, really just learned as we went and tweaked the business model and adapted. And you know, we went through 2008 with the economy crashing and had a pivot there. And uh, you know, just have learned a ton and, and have been able, been fortunate to build a great team of people around us that do a great job on the ground today. So, um, you know, during that time, we've invested in other franchise wellness brands that have kept us busy. So. We, uh, yeah, we love the space. We love working with people. We're passionate about helping others. So yeah, that's, that's us in a nutshell. I love that. And fitness premiere 24 seven. It's interesting. We had in Brooklyn, um, uh, it's another gym. I belong to a couple of them, but this one was really uh, 24 hours as well. But what now you went through 2008 and now you're going through now, what's the difference between how you had to pivot in 2008 and what you had to do now to keep things running and effective? Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously with the with the pandemic, the shutdown, the 2008, we weren't forced to close, right? So uh, 2000, during the pandemic last year, here in uh, the Midwest, most of our states, we were closed for about four, four and a half months. So that was kind of unique as compared to 2008. You know, we didn't experience that then. So we really had to, you know, rally the team, rally the troops and focus on, unfortunately, we have a really good team culture. You know, we have a really good base of people that just love what they do and, and we're able to rally together and just pick each other up in different instances, be creative in some instances and and uh, come out of it really focused on the opportunity of it all and not just dwelling on the challenge of the pandemic. Yeah, I, I like that because you can get stuck in, oh, my gosh, this is horrible. This is the end of the world. Or you can pivot and say, OK, what do we have to do to make this work? I, I was really impressed with a small dance school that taught like kids up from two to seven or something and you know she pivoted and started offering dance classes through zoom and it actually worked and now a lot of people are like this is great i yeah. put her in the room with you i know she's safe uh you know with a, a doll and she's getting dance lessons um and you you think that wouldn't work but it, it actually went very well for them and now they're bringing back the actual live classes um but what are some of the lessons you learned uh, like back in 2008 that you were able to maybe bring into the new you know, event and, and yeah. kind of add that. And what was new about now going through the pandemic that you now added to make it uh, more efficient business-wise? Yeah, you know, I think, you know, 2008, we, we really learned to be resourceful, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we experienced a lot of competition, slow on the economy, the banks got really tough and tight with, with the way they were doing things. Mm -hmm. So we learned to be resourceful in finding um, solutions to our problems, you know, whether it comes to financing or open a new location or during competition that's coming into the market. So I think, Going through the pandemic, I was able to reflect on a lot of those experiences and try to keep the same mindset and mentality towards solving those problems in 2020 when we were when we were closed. Mm -hmm. And I think during the pandemic, you know, we were able to um, one of the things that we did was we turned our one of our conference rooms in our office to a podcast studio that we can record virtual and live classes, kind of like you mentioned for the dance studio. We're able to do that now for our group acts and personal training clients. So we're able to stay engaged with them through the pandemic, mm -hmm. which before that we weren't able to do that. So that forced us to be creative in that one example. You know, I like that, Jason, because I heard that from a guy who done strictly live events and he had said, what, what, what are we going to do? We live on live events and yeah. they took it online. And what was uh, interesting is he said, once we pivoted and brought it online, we were actually able to reach our larger audience because imagine if you do a live event, you're in, I don't know, Houston or wherever you are, you're reaching the people in that area and that's it. It, it ends yeah. there. When you yeah. take it online, now you can reach people in Europe or wherever it might be. You've got a greater scale of reach and, and actually in some business cases, it's actually expanded the business in ways they didn't expect prior. Sure, sure. No, it makes total sense. That's for sure the opportunity in it. Now, interesting, I don't know much about the fitness uh, arena. I I've 
joined gym throughout my life here and there. What, what makes it a challenge to operate gym business in particular? Cause I know there's certain trends like in the January, everyone signs up. Oh my gosh, we're all going to get in shape, but that starts to dwindle out probably by February onward. How do you keep things going? What are some of the biggest challenges operating a gym? Yeah. You know, it's a great question. It's a, you know, at first it's a, it's a competitive space, right? There's a lot of options out there, whether it's larger facilities, boutique studios, um, CrossFit gyms, you know, there's really a lot of different options for people, which, you know, we think is, is frankly a good thing because only, you know, 15 to 20% of people in an average community are members of a facility. So really the challenge for all of us operators is to get more of those people into a facility to get moving, you know, whatever that is for them, whether it's a facility like us, whether it's a CrossFit gym, whether it's a big box place, whether it's a Planet Fitness, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But I think the challenge for all of us is getting more people to participate and get out there and feel comfortable coming to a facility. So that's yeah. kind of an overarching challenge, I think, in the industry. You know, for our locations, we're in a lot of more rural communities in a small, small town USA, if you will. Mm-hmm. So we're fortunate in the sense that, you know, we really focus on placing really good management and leadership and location and making sure they're magnets for the community and it can, you know, they can really become a hub for the community to draw people. in. so when people, even first time users come in, they feel comfortable, they get results because they get guided, they get coached and they, uh, we get a relationship formed and we're, we're really trying to focus on being a relationship style business. No, you, you bring in a really important aspect that I think has gotten lost in this digital age. And that is being this kind of relational ship business, which I think all businesses really are, I, whether you're a service or, or a product or whatever you're selling, it really starts with relationships. And I think so many businesses forget that, that it's not just the end user, I'm just here to get that cash and resolve. You're here to build that relationship because that's repeat business. They keep coming back. That's exactly right. Yeah, mm-hmm. you bet. You know, especially yeah. in a business like ours, that's, it's hard, you know, it's hard work. You know, when you come to a facility like ours, we're not coming and, and um, you know, giving you pancakes and eggs and just a healthy breakfast, you know, we're, uh, we're making you work, you know, and, yeah. and you're, it's, it's strenuous. So. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that because uh, I've been to a number of gyms and you say, you know, you have to find what works for you. And I remember by being back in Brooklyn, I love being in the pool. I, I can't really swim, but I love pool. I love pool exercise. And I found this, this boutique gym that offered cycling in the pool. Oh, cool. And that was like, whoa, cycling pool. Awesome. No, but it, you know, that was like the thing, the jam for me. And I think, yeah. you know, the reason why people often don't stick to that new year's resolution is because they're like, ah, oh, you know, they don't enjoy it. And it's going to yeah. be, you know, there's going to be uncomfortability to get in shape or to stay healthy. But if you can find that movement that is enjoyable, even if there's some uncomfortability to it, you're going to stick with it more probably. Hundred percent. That's absolutely true. And then if you can compound that with enjoying, you know, finding what you really like to do with a social component, whether it's a buddy that's coming with you or some friends, um, you know, that's kind of the that's the sweet spot, I think. Yeah. Now, tell me how your gyms uh, really not only build that relationship, but make it like the home, the fitness home, because you you had said that we make it a place that is social and relationship building. How do you bring that into the gym experience and make that bring that social component? there yeah yeah you know what we 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 work hard at it so when we get a new member into the club we really try to get them into a an appointment after they join the facility so we can orientate them we can kind of show them you know create a little playbook for them show them all all that's available through their membership and also understand what they want to get out of their membership so we do that for every new member and we get about 80 percent of new members to show up to that appointment where it's uh you know it becomes a coaching session we can kind of guide them in the right spot 
So that starts the relationship. And a lot of people from there get involved and maybe with one of our personal trainers or join our team training or go on a group X class. And then it helps foster that and it takes them to the next step. And you know, yeah. and then in addition to, we do quarterly events, monthly events, yeah. happy hour events, on-site, off-site, challenges between locations, oh, things that kind of bring people together in a fun way that makes it more than just exercise. So yeah. those are some of the little things that we do. See, you know, this is something you're interesting uh, that you mentioned because my friend joined a CrossFit gym and one of the things she loves about it is yes, it's competitive, but it's also got that super social experience where you not only keep each other accountable, but you enjoy each other's friendship. So you go to work out. Yeah, it's competitive, but you know, they might get together in the middle of Central Park and decide to do a three mile run together. So yep. it's not as arduous as, oh, I got to go run by myself or whatever. You're, you're doing it with a whole group of people. There's a lot of power in that. Christina, mm -hmm. there's a lot of power in that. She, she sounds like she found her tribe and that's very powerful stuff. So yeah. That's great. Well, where can they find one of your tribes at 24 seven, uh, fitness and, and connect with it? I, I, where are they all located? Cause I know you have a number of locations. Yeah. Yeah. We have 15 locations. Now we have three slated to open in the next quarter. So we're, uh, we're throughout the state of Illinois and then over in Northwest Indiana right now, we're making our way over to the Quad cities over in Iowa here going into mm -hmm. 2022. So kind of throughout the Midwest, but we're based just about 30 miles Southwest of Chicago down through central Illinois. So if you look us up at www.fitnesspremierclubs.com, you'd be able to find us there and, and navigate your way. Yeah, I love that. Now I have a quick question for all those wonderful business owners out there who are always dippling and dabbling, but let's say uh, I, they're truly into fitness and maybe they're a fitness trainer, but they've always thought, hey, I wanna have my own gym. You have that option to be a franchisee. Explain how that whole process works. Yeah, we do. You know, um, We started franchising officially in 2016. So we initially launched it. We, uh, we actually converted a lot of our existing stores and our general managers and our operating partners were kind of our initial set of franchisees. So that was fun. So, and we still have that model today. We'll still open clubs with folks and give them some equity in the business with the, with the long-term plan of making them a franchisee. Mm -hmm. And that's been a playbook that's worked really well for us. Um, and we also have the traditional routes where if somebody comes to us and they're financially qualified and motivated and the, and the, and the fits right on both sides, they can go out and invest in open location on their own. And then we're their franchise support mechanism to give them the playbook, to guide them, to support them in, uh, in all the ways that we possibly can. So I'm guessing Jason, with your loads of experience over 20 years experience that, you know, you just trying it on your own could run into a bunch of difficulty. Why do that when they could work with you guys, you have the back experience so that they don't have to make all these mistakes ahead of time. They can learn from you guys and, and start out, running and and being successful that's for sure the goal yeah to shorten that learning curve to uh you know give them a playbook in a box that's effective that works and then you know from there they just focus on putting the right people in the right spots and having fun <laughs> running the business now how do you know if someone's a good fit or not what makes a particular gym or possible person setting up a gym a good fit or, as opposed to not so good a fit yeah you know that's a good question you know somebody you know when we think about like our really successful franchisees and operators they have some common traits uh, one, they got to love people. They got to you know, be passionate about people. We're in the service business. So yeah. there's no avoiding that. You know, they got to really enjoy that. Having a really good leadership skills is mm -hmm. another good trait that's important because, you know, we're building teams of people, whether it's in our service classes or within our own locations on the mm -hmm. team, you're constantly developing and working and training people on the team. Mm -hmm. So that's another trait. Um, and then from there, I think just have a passion for overall health and wellness, you know, live yeah. your lifestyle as well. You know, those are some three core things. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, coming in there and not eating clean and, and really heavy probably wouldn't be a good fit. Uh, 
you know, it's funny. I remember going to a gym and I've gone to many in all the towns I've, I've places I've lived at. And, and there was just one gym. I go there because I'm there to do my thing. I don't care if the people are funky there, but there was one gym I went to and the guy behind the counter just bad attitude. And I just went to check them out on, I forget the name of the review site online, just to see what the reviews were horrible, bad attitude. They're like, Oh, the person up front's really nasty and tried to, you know, get me signed up. But he was, uh, and you're so right. It makes a big difference. It is really social and is really people oriented. You got to love people, not just fitness. You might like to work out, but if you hate people, it ain't going to work out. You bet. Very true. Well, everyone, uh, go find out more if you're in the Chicago, Illinois area and want to find out more about fitnesspremierclubs.com or become a franchisee. I will put that information in the show notes so you can find out more if that's your burning passion. And I just have to thank you again, Jason, for coming to share your great brilliance and wisdom today on Savvy Broadcasting. You bet, Christina. It was a pleasure being here. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. You betcha. Take care. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. B-Side's rare finds, secret shows. Whether it's a must-see concert or a must-have coin, curious types crave interesting experiences. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 